Are you an amazing artist and you know how to execute your designs and know the passion of what you can put into your artwork, but you really need help with gathering the necessary tools to run your art business? Well, we're going to have a refresher course here on episode 124 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, where I'm going to talk to you about how to conquer it with contract. So let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring you the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, and valuable resources, art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. We are on episode 124 today, and I am going to touch on some of the most important things that you can do as an artist or creative person to really make yourself stand out as the professional that you are with your art business. Now, I get lots of people asking me about commissions. How do I do a commission? How do I get a commission so that I can feel really good about the work that I'm doing? And what do I need to do as far as getting an agreement that I can present to my customer? And I answer a lot of these questions and I'm going to touch on this. Now, for those of you who have been listening a while, this is a little bit of a refresher course from our episode 004 that aired in June of 2016, which had to do with crushing it with commissions. Now, I have been doing commissions for years. In fact, it's a large part of the business that I do for myself, especially as an artist and especially for somebody who wants to rely on having steady customers and customers who know that they can get something that in my style, in my look and feel from me that may maybe be a little more suited for a size that they're looking for, or maybe in a color scheme that focused more on red than on blues, or more than greens than yellows. Whatever the case is, commissions should be something that if you are not doing already, you should be doing for sure. Now, I know a lot of people talk about the commissions and how they think that the customer is going to reel them into doing something that's just not them. Well, that's where I come in. And this is where I'm going to teach you what you need to do as far as getting your message across to your customer so that they know exactly where you are and how you're going to be able to communicate all of this to them. One of the main things that you need to do is come up with a contract. Now, I had started off with one page contract, it went to two pages, and then it ended up being three pages. And that's because along the way, I learned something new. I ended up having to add a timeline in there, or I've had to add in a description of the artwork, or I've had to add how much that the deposit was going to be and what the expectation, of course, was with me doing the commission. Now, most people, I'm going to say 90% of the people that I do commissions for know that they want something from me in my style, 
in my color palette that is going to resonate in that vibe and that great feeling and that cheeriness, but maybe something that I have in stock isn't the right size, maybe it's the wrong color frame, but they know out the gate that this is going to be something that I'm going to work with them on in my style. Now, the first thing you're going to want to do is make a boilerplate contract. If you need help with this, you can, by all means, contact me at sonia at rockstarmentor.com and I can work with you on how to make that happen. But basically, putting together a contract that allows both of you to be on the right page at the right time and know exactly what the expectations are is really important. Like I said, I've been doing these a long time. And every now and then, I think that I don't have to do a contract or I, you know, maybe use the shorter version of a contract. And I will tell you, first and foremost, it doesn't matter if it's family or friends, if it's a new person, if it's a referral, contracts and agreements, make sure that you are always on the right page and on the same note. Whenever I've tried to shortcut the system because I think that, oh, well, this is someone someone that was a recommendation and maybe I don't need to put everything down in there or I I leave one small thing out, it never fails. It always comes back to bite me. So I am prepared and I have different contracts for different types of design that I do. I have contracts for the commissions that I do and I do have contracts for any web work that I do as well. And When I say that this seems to be a growing document, I am not kidding. It always takes one hard lesson for me to learn what I need to add as far as making sure that I've protected myself and have communicated everything properly to my client. The things I want you to think about are, who is your client? You're going to identify the timeline. You're going to identify, you're going to identify the artwork that you do, the size, the medium, the timeline. You're going to list out exactly what you are going to be creating for this client, whether if it's a painting or piece of jewelry or whatever. You should always, because you know what? Agreements and contracts and business know-how are sexy. It is the most crucial thing. If you were going to say to someone, oh, well, I'll just do this for you. And you, if you want it, you can buy it. Then that's not a commission. And actually that's quite bad business. You want to reflect in yourself that you are confident, that you know what you're doing, and that you're able to gather the information and present to your customer a product that they are going to be excited about. And the agreement or contract is the first step in making that happen. You always want to have a deposit when you start. This really concretes the deal. You have to have a signed agreement. Once you get your agreement together, you have that and you present it to your client. You sign it, they sign it, and then you have a date that you would get started and an anticipated date of when you think you're going to be finished. Now, I know I've spoken in the past many times about people saying, oh, don't worry about it. We're in no hurry. That doesn't always work. That's their nice way of telling you that you don't have to focus so much on on their project, but you do. This is business. And if you have this project or this commission painting or this design or whatever it is, if even if you're a cake decorator or a florist, you have to get everything in writing with an anticipated date of when this is going to be ready. 
It doesn't matter if it's someone that you know, or if it's somebody that's brand new. This is just the way that you're going to maintain your, not only your sanity, but this is a way for you to keep track of your own hours. How long is it taking you? Are you getting everything done in the time frame and for your bookkeeping. If you are the type of person who is relying on this income to make sure that you can pay bills and that you can get paid, then of course you need this type of agreement to make sure that you are all on the same page. If you have any additional questions or you need help with making sure that you're doing the right things to get your contracts or your agreements fulfilled, contact me, like I said, Sonia at rockstarmentor.com. I can certainly walk you in the right direction and we can work on this together so that you know exactly what you're doing in the right way to succeed in your business. Make sure that you are doing the best you can do. I mean, you wouldn't start a project without the canvas or without the soldering iron or without the frosting for the cake. Consider this tool one of the main facets and main tools that you have so that you can run your art business smoothly. Why not impress the heck out of your future clients? Because I will tell you from experience, the minute that you eliminate something or a cost that you have to endure or a supply that you needed to purchase for this, if you don't include that into your overall scope of how you are billing and how you are factoring in all of your materials, you will always remember that as that project or that artwork that just went awry and it doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel pretty lousy and you want to make sure that you Retain the integrity that you have as a professional artist and make sure that you are doing everything you can to maintain the standard that you need to have for yourself. That is a wrap today, everyone. I hope you have a great week and we will connect with you again soon. And this is Sonia Paz. Check out the show notes for all of the information regarding this episode and um, check out my work at soniapaz.com. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am Sonia Paz, your host and creator of this podcast, and the purpose of this show is to bring you my experience and expertise on how to run your own creative artistic business. I have been creating art a long time, and through all this time, I have developed my own retail line of products that I have sold through my retail gallery, my website, and through specialty retailers and galleries throughout the U.S. I developed this podcast to help you, the creative entrepreneur and small business person that you are, so you can be confident and successful with your business. There are dozens of helpful episodes with amazing free advice, interviews with savvy business professionals, so you can learn and experience from their voices of wisdom as well. Be sure to look for me on Facebook.com slash Rockstar Mentor, Twitter.com Crush It Mentor, and Instagram.com Rockstar Mentor. You can also reach out directly to me at Mentor at RockstarMentor.com. And if you're looking to learn how to expand your business, please visit RockstarMentor.com. I have a ton of great resources and all of the show notes for every episode is in the blog section of the website. If you love the podcast but feel that you need some more one-on-one -on -one coaching, connect with me. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. 
I answer each and every email and I want to make sure that I can get you on the right track. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can visit patreon.com slash rockstarmentor and donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps with some of the logistics on getting this podcast out to you for free. And if you really like the show and want to give us some serious podcast love, you can make a one-time donation by visiting paypal.me slash Paz. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each week to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast by visiting our website. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or however you listen to your podcast. You can even listen to our podcast direct from our website. If you like the podcast and get value from it, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. This also helps us gain more traction and lets other creative folks and entrepreneurs like yourself discover the Rockstar Mentor. Plus, it's always super cool to give great reviews. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we look forward to talking to you later.